pad now. I was on the 2.5 G. I, I had the, I forget, I had to switch over to the 5 G. See how good Cable Bombers is now. It's roast time. But, uh. for two. It's either time for that, man. I come in for next this year, man. I ain't got nothing to lose. It's 2022. Uh, I, ain't taking, I ain't taking no more bar treatment. It's roast time. But anyway, I'm on the 5G now. Uh, let's see how that goes. Um, yeah. Let's get it. Let's get it on and popping. Um, let's roll. Let's roll into the. We'll start off with the NFL. Let's go get into the wild card weekend, um, and then also probably talk a little bit about any storylines and any good stuff. Maybe some award picks, and then you know, the second half of our show, we getting into the NBA. We in the middle of the season. We got a All Star weekend coming up. We got some some big things going on. So. Yeah, where y'all want to start? Um, which game we should right, cover? Let's cover the week game first. Let's let's go. Let's go Steelers. Uh, Chiefs. Chiefs. Um, to me, uh, we saw we, they are who they who we thought they were. Um, the Steelers just <laughs> made it in by the skin of their teeth. Um, mm-hmm. They didn't really do nothing impressive. Um, the Chiefs did what they supposed to do. Ben Roethlisberger, Ben. Boy, listen. Uh, yeah, I might. I, I must say Ben Roethlisberger has had a uh, Hall of Fame career. But listen, dog been yeah. washed. Dog, dog been washed for two years now. Um, I feel that the only reason he he has been in the league this long is because of the loyalty of the organization. Um, from him coming in, and he went, I think he won Super Bowl. I think he did in the second or third season. And then his first season, I didn't know this because I, I went back and looked at it. Dog gone like 15 and one in his rookie season. And I was like, oh, okay. He was he really was doing some things. I mean, they did the superior defense, but Dog was really yeah, doing yeah. something. Illustrious career. Yeah. <clears throat> but he's he's far from the from the from the years of, you know, handing off guys um in the pocket and just launching it. And I mean it's so much so he ain't even the first, second, or third storyline you talk about the Steelers. And that's, yeah. you don't hear that much coming from, you know, a quarterback. Usually the quarterback is at least one of the top players. Um, yeah, that has been down, down a little while. And then, like I say, the organization and the owner has been very loyal, Lynn, because they've surrounded him with talent. Um, obviously, we had, they had um, Antonio Brown. They had a uh, Heinz Ward. They had a Le'Veon. Yeah, they have Bust. They have Le'Veon. They they had some good offensive pieces. And no matter what they do, they let if they ask for more money, they let them go. Or they tell them where you could retire, and they make sure to keep Ben. So yeah, he's the last man standing. Um, and yeah. part of me, honestly, part of me, they won the last game of the season. Part of me wanted them to just, you know, end on that high note. You know what I mean? Because we know what was coming uh, in the first round. Um, so part of me just wanted them to, you know, wish it could have end on that high note of him winning, going out in fashion. But then he ran into a Kansas City team who... Oh, yeah, that was smoke. Trying to warm up. Trying to warm up for this this, this AFC stretch. Uh, he gets stretched right up. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's a bad way to go. Horrible way to go. But I mean, again... Great career. I take nothing away from him. Um, many people didn't have to make in the postseason this year. So, 
you know, take that. But that's always what you that. risk yeah. when you when you stay that long though. I mean, unless you Tom Brady, like you yeah, risk. You, you you risk, you know, going out like that. And <laughs> I, I don't I don't think in a sense, especially with football, I don't think that hurts the legacy more than it does like basketball, but like I don't think that loss to the loss to the Chiefs hurt his legacy. Whatever his legacy. No one's expecting him to win. Yeah, right, it, exactly. and like you was a favorite. So right, yeah, no, no that's that's great. We we understand he trash. We we understand. <laughs> um, but also shout yeah. out for for Ben Roethlisberger, um, throwing a touchdown that game. His last touchdown of his career was to uh, I think James Washington. Uh, shout out James Washington. Uh, also shout out uh, Island Sports betting. Uh, I won some money off James Washington. I bet that the Chiefs was going to win, but James Washington was going to score a touchdown. Uh, shout out to Boston if you you know. If you need anybody to throw some sponsors at me right here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's sports betting day. Hey, listen. We're giving you a free one. That's a full-time job right there. I, I must say, I've been lucky over the holidays. I want to thank thank the guys there. A little, <laughs> little gas money, little lunch money. Let's keep that flowing. Um, but yeah, let's move on. Because ain't nothing much to say about the Chiefs. Um, to be honest, I, I can't really analyze that game because you won't play nobody. Like, to be honest, that Steelers team was, was nobody. So I don't want to get too caught up and say, oh, they look so good and they look like the number one team, blah, blah, blah. You drop 42 on the on the Steelers, bro, at home. Like, you really ain't playing no boys. Yeah. So, um, and the Chiefs was, was I wouldn't say they were slumping, but they it's sort of stumbling to end the season. You know what I mean? They they yeah. had a close call against the Broncos. And, and it was like, to me, I mean, they sort of needed that game as well as it sounds, because they started off the game horribly, right? They started off the game horribly. It was that little stretch where they ran off, like, I can't remember how many touchdowns straight, like probably four, four or five touchdowns straight. So it's like, you don't want to start off the game like that against the Bills, right? Then you, you, you probably get run out of the stadium. So they sort of needed that little warm-up game. You know what I mean? Just to get their feet wet, just to get their, uh, I guess, exposure into the postseason. But, yeah, you can't really take a whole lot from that game um, besides they be the team they're supposed to be. Yeah, we, we'll see how they look this weekend against uh, the Bills. Uh, speaking of the Bills, let's get straight into this because I don't have too much slapping up about it. Yeah, speaking um, of another team that just beat a team easy. like the then. This is this is obviously a, 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 a game that like even me I, I could have saved from day one. Um, Bills Patriots in Bills home stadium Buffalo. Um, to be honest, um, I know it's gonna be like this. Maybe not as big as a blow, but uh, I'm a big fan of or I'm a big person when it comes to storylines. So. We came down to Buffalo in that windy, stormy mid-season battle where we where 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 Matt Jones only threw the ball, I think like three times, and we won. And I think the media was like getting down on the 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 safeties and the linebackers, saying how like they was getting off, saying how they had shabby defense and a shabby like like you know what they was doing, and you couldn't stop them. And I think one of them said, like, hey, keep that same energy. We 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 can see them again. 
And when I saw this matchup, I mean, they, we did see them again late in the season and they beat us. But when I saw this matchup, I was like, okay, yeah, these fellas can come for blood. Um, but I must say, looking at the Patriots, this is a very, very good foundation for a rookie quarterback uh, with no weapons. Like, you can't name me one good wide receiver this man has. Like, really. And I'm a Patriot. Um, guys like Nelson Aguilar, these guys was third string, fourth string in their prime when they was with the Eagles and stuff. These guys was always, like, third string guys. So, for Mark Jones to actually um, be put in a system where your best wide receiver is, like, Kendrick Bourne or whatever he named, man, he was always a third string. Um, Jacoby Myers couldn't even see the field when Tom Brady was there. Um, like Nelson Aguilar, another trash wide receiver. We need to get rid of him. And you got like running backs who just rotate. Nope. I feel like this is a good foundation for us. Um, we had one year we missed the playoffs and we back in the playoffs with a rookie quarterback. All Bill, that defense looked nice. That's still top 10. All Bill need to do now is put receivers around us. We have running backs. We have our quarterback for the future. We have tight ends. This team is one star and probably two good wide receivers away from being back on top of the FCs. Um, but shout out the Bills. They play a good, beat us down. Yeah, go about your business. So um, I have to ask this question, right? So you say y'all got your quarterback of the future. So are you sold on Mark Jones' quarterback of the future for New England Patriots? Really? Like, you, you, you didn't watch the season? I, I, don't, I don't get it. Mark Jones is easily, easily the best quarterback that came out the draft this year. Easily. Them last couple of games didn't really look too, too hot. Last um, games, in fact, to me, everything went downhill from from that 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 Buffalo win. If you ask me, everything I mean, went downhill from when um, it was um, good enough for him to still get us in the playoffs. You know, like we lose all our last games, it might have been a little rougher. But like I say, you, when you're playing in a Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniel system, you don't have to be spectacular. You don't have to come out and be Patrick Mahomes. You don't have to come out and be nobody. All you got to do is fit in the system. That's what made Jimmy Garoppolo look so good when he was with us. That's what made Matt Castle look so good. Um, but this also proves my point and my theory that coaches and players is not a 50-50 uh, equation when it comes to the GOAT discussion. Um, obviously, this, this already proves that, yes. How does that, that, don't, that don't prove that, though. Why? Why? How, how, no, how, how doesn't it prove? Oh, because I, is, I, we're talking it, about it, a rookie quarterback. I mean, like... Yes, but we're also talking about a guy who went... Who, okay, we are two people who was married. Let's, say, let's use it as that. One went off and find brand new people succeeded. Another one Good didn't even have to go. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you gotta you, you gotta take a step up, man. You gotta bury yourself. You don't go backwards in life. He made good choices. My thing is, he was asking you for this. Keep in mind, this is why my my thing about Tom Brady. When you all talk about this whole, he just like LeBron thing. That's garbage. Tom Brady He's has just been, like LeBron. Tom Brady has never begged for any trade. LeBron is go out there and literally beg for trading guys. Now, if he was a free agent. And Tom Brady say, okay, let's work on the summer. And you want to come here. That's different. Okay, Tom on. Brady ain't going and destroying other people's franchises and say, oh, if Anthony Davis is the best player in the league, okay, bro, sit out and demand trades, <laughs> and then I can bring you to New England. 
But you ain't giving enough time to destroy Dumblebee yet. You gotta give him some time to destroy Dumblebee. How? He would have been there two years. Uh, exactly, and he done give him a championship. And he got right. you realize the championship too. You realize that Tom Brady has not lost a playoff game since he's been to Tampa Bay. He is five and zero. Oh. He won every playoff game last year, and he still won a playoff. <laughs> like Dog is undefeated right now in the playoffs since he's been in Tampa Bay. Okay, yeah, boy, but... we got some some questions this year. But anyway, go on. We need to we need to reach that topic yet. Y'all is talking about LeBron. Guess... Fellas be screaming about, "Oh, I'm 36. This boy almost 46." Well, no, first of all, <laughs> hold on now, hold on now. Stop it. The the, the 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 sport is different in terms of what you need to put out now. Come on. Me and Justin you mean the, and LeBron. You mean the far more physical sport of football? Well, it's physical for everybody except the quarterback. No, but I will say, though, that Tom Brady still being in an MVP discussion at this age. Right. That is, is pretty historic stuff. Just, just the fact that, that, Not just, just the, the MVP. That, you mean leading the league in touchdowns. Leading the league in passing right. yards. Just the fact the league, that like, come on, so dude. many years, he's still on top in terms of quarterbacks. It's just, and it yeah. Yeah. So, so many like he ain't just holding on like like Ben Roethlisberger them. Like, he ain't just right. holding on like how yeah. Drew Brees was at his career. Oh, uh, Peyton Manning was at his career. Like, dog ain't right. just holding on. Dog is the leader of the pack. Like, you still holding on up there with, like, Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers at this point. Right. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That, that holds some weight. And that's why I can't slam them too hard. You know, because again, to be the leader, you know, after all these years, takes a lot of consistency. With drama, you don't have no news coming out of Kansas City. You don't have Tyreek Hill throwing on his jersey oh, and freaking. Well, everybody knows these drama. Do this some sound? This some sound like 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 a certain man named V. I mean, I mean the, the story <laughs> sounds very no, no, similar. No, no, no. That's just that's just weird. No, it don't sound like the same because don't forget now. This guy wins with this. This guy doesn't bring people there and then look stink for the whole season and then trade all his young guns, go get a bunch of old fellas and then say, oh, you know, uh, I don't know, maybe it's the coach fault, get the coach fired. Like the same coach who just won a championship with in 2020. Now all of a sudden, he ain't got enough to leave. You I know mean, what? We didn't even need to get. We we didn't get there. I don't know how Frank Frank Vogel become a villain all of a sudden. But I anyway, I have a lot of thoughts on that. I have a lot Wait, of listen, thoughts on that. That's a sick vibe right there. That's sick, Dog was just anyway. Yeah. I got a lot of thoughts on that. A lot. But let's go on. Since we're speaking of Tom Brady, let's just run through this Buccaneers Eagles game. Um. Like Man, I said, they, they are who we them. thought they were. Um, the Eagles were no match. Um, you didn't watch obviously, it? I watch it. I mean, I watch it, but I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched some like, of the highlights. I mean, it wasn't. It, it wasn't. Bad. Yeah, and obviously bad. Tom Brady still had the chip on his shoulder from the Super Bowl um, with the Eagles, and he really put it to him there a little bit. Um, I guess at yeah. this point in time, the Eagles just was happy to be there, so. I think um, defensively, the Eagles was a little solid. They started to figure out Brady at the end, coming towards the end of the second half. But offensively, them dudes couldn't even get in field goal range. But it was, it yeah. was bad. Their thing it is, they're, they're, they're a heavy run team, and you're going up against the number one run defense. So it's like, unless you flip your switch, switch flip your switch totally, it's not going to work. Because your, your, good, your good game actually plays into their, their defense. So it's like, 
you you yep. never had a chance unless you just came with their slinging. And obviously that didn't happen because see boy still throw like two interceptions. But um moving on to one of the better games of the week, we got the Bengals and Raiders. Uh, very entertaining, at least for very me. Good game. Very good um game. they had a questionable call with the Odobang's whistle that was later called a touchdown. I felt like it should not have been a touchdown because once the whistle is blown, um, even sports guys, guys tell you, once the whistle is blown, the play is there. I don't care if the ball is in there. Once you hear the whistle blow, like how much times they snap the ball and then they just blow the whistle while the play going on and say, oh, we're trying to protect. Yeah, but I, I, I agree. I think, I mean, I, I was surprised that they even continue that play, to be honest. I don't, I don't understand the logic behind it. Once the whistle blow, the player's dead. Everybody stopped playing. I, and I think it would have taken nothing for them to just run that play over. Or whatever. So, at the end of the day... I agree. Coming in or no? Yeah, he's only he cutting up. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's a questionable... A uh, very questionable call, you know, a very questionable decision in a otherwise entertaining game, stuff that I could really switch or determine the outcome of a game. Right. And then, too, what it does, too, is it takes away from what the attention should be on. You know what I mean? Like, the attention should be on Joe Burrow's amazing play and not that one controversial call. But how could you not think about that when they win by yeah. one, one touchdown, right? Mm-hmm. So it was like... Yeah, I mean... It's a good game all around. Um, between two of the, uh, I would say, up and coming, well, I can't say Derek Oz up and coming, but two of the uh, really underrated quarterbacks in this league. Um, and, you know, shout out Joe Burrow. He, he really, to me, towards the end of the season, was making a strong push for, uh, um, for MVP. He, yeah. I think he has a really solid case for it. Um, and Derek, he he dealt with a lot, you know. What I mean, he dealt with a lot this season, um, and I think I, I I read somewhere that that was the first time a team, an NFL team, has made the playoffs when firing their coach midseason since like the seventies or something like that. So that's impressive, you know. What I mean, um, so not just, uh, not just firing the coach too, but losing their wide receiver one. Yep, they're top wide receiver. Yeah. Right? So that's some crazy stuff, but but um like I said, very entertaining game. Very entertaining game. You know, I, I, I would wish for both of them teams to, to move on, but you know, you only could have one. And right now, bro, he he, he literally on one right now. The Bengals look like they clicking. Um clicking. They clicking on, on a lot of cylinders. Uh and they could be a uh, a scary old for this next round. Um. I mean, again, just uh, uh, Joe Burrow, it's your boy, Jamar Chase. Chase. Yeah. Jamar Chase. Who, who had the first half of the season, I mean, not the first half, but it was a point in the season where I think like the first two games, he was having drops issues and people was already questioning whether he was a bus or not. And then Doug just... Someone in, and then he just went all out and it's like, wait, 
I got me how to do what I got to do. Um, you got he, he, at the end of the day, was making a good case. I mean, he actually still has a very good case for a rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. Um, it would be between him and Mark Jones, to be uh, honest. So, Jamal Chase is actually a big part of that. And uh, to make, I, I could even make a, a bold statement here in January that when OBJ hits free agency, this will be a place that will be a very big part of his decision-making because don't forget, uh, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow came from LSU, LSU. Yeah. and mm -hmm. OBJ was the one who was giving out money in yeah. the locker room when these guys won the championship <laughs> and he was there. He's the world of you, too. <laughs> yeah, he was there know. selling and all them stuff. I could see him saying, I could go here and make these guys better. Um, they have some good pieces, um, but uh, to be honest, if he doesn't stay with the Rams, um, it'll only be either the Bengals or Tampa Bay. I could see him actually going into. I mean, he got a good thing around with the Rams right now, so we'll see. Um, but the... The Bengals, like you say, they have they have good bit of weapons, but I mean you talk about Jamar Chase, you talk about Mixon, you talk about guys like Higgins. Um, they got a nice little solid core. Um and Burrow just strikes me as a dude that dudes would love to play with. Um he has that exactly. energy, he has that that leadership, um, he has those intangibles. Um certain dudes just have that. You know what I mean? They got that from they uh, from a step in the league, they have they have a, a way of rallying, rallying a team, right? And he has that along with the talent, right? And that's what makes it a good combination. Like a guy like Tim Tebow had that, but he didn't have the talent to go with it, right? But Burrow have that along with um, this this really really insane talent. So it'll be interesting to see how how they progress in the next couple of years and how they progress in the playoffs because they got a tough opponent coming up. Yeah, I mean, speaking of OBJ, the Rams, I I was, remember when they got Von Miller and they got OBJ, the first thing we say is, bro, is this, is this a super team? They legit, I mean, super teams in the NFL, right? But then it didn't really mm -hmm. play out like that during the season. They did like mediocre, they was losing, so it was like, ah, maybe not. But after that performance, I don't know, bro. That defense is like we like we expected, is mm -hmm. way too powerful, and I don't I don't I mean, I think OBJ would be crazy to even leave the Rams, even if they don't. He fitting right in. He fitting right in now. Right. Like, like it takes him a while to get adjusted, but he slide right in there. And he, he, he like the only thing, only thing I can see is if he's saying I won't be number one, which I mean. In that system, I don't know. Where, I don't know what y'all is 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 do for a living, but guys play for money. OBJ, don't forget, dog got released, and he is there on that little million dollar contract. So if the Rams don't want to give dog top dollar, hey, I don't care if I go to friggin' uh, whatever they got round here. He could go to yeah. the Lions of all he care. If Lions ready to give him twenty million a year, he can where he can get paid. <laughs> 
I think that's a big exaggeration, but I get it what is. I guarantee you can state the Rams for no one million dollars. Like if the Rams don't don't no, forget no, no. now. They also got uh Jalen Ramsey was one of the top paid cornerbacks. Then obviously Aaron Donald was one of the top paid linemen. Then Stafford in on a baby contract. Cooper Cup in, like they already have some big salaries. So sometimes it's like you want to stay because you fit so well, but salary wise, bro, you can't be taking no pay cuts. You already take a pay cut and doing them a favor. You can't so, take a major pay cut. Exactly. One million dollars. Especially when you cash in. You say and you so, in a you in a high tax state. Like you ain't like California is yeah. the heaviest tax state. So that one no, million I dollars done cut <clears throat> cut in half. Yeah, I think his 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 goal was to come there, show that he actually, you know, exactly could contribute to the, that. That he was a problem. Skill. Right. And then now he got way more suitors than he did when he, when he was a free agent. Yeah, I agree. And he already proved that. He already proved that um, no matter what happens next, he already proved that he wasn't a problem inside Cleveland. Um, and he will have his, his share of suitors, like you say. Um, but the fit, though, the fit inside inside uh, Los Angeles is just it's a really, really good fit. And we said this early in the season, I think even before they really got OBJ. I think, um, but even after they added OBJ and Vaughn Miller, we said this, that this Rams team is a veteran team with a lot of experience that knows how to win games. And they, 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 they wasn't clicking, but they got a lot of veterans who've been in a lot of very, very good positions, right? To, to where they could, um, you could see them pulling out a lot of games come playoff time. And one thing I can always say consistently about them is they usually show up for the big games. Um, so they took down a, a undefeated Tampa Bay early in the season. They went and took down the consensus number one for most of the season in the first round of playoffs, convincingly. Now, granted, Hopkins was injured, so... You know, that's a big part of the Cardinals game plan. But they beat them convincingly, right? So this Rams team is a little scary, boy. I can be real. It's a little scary team. Um, and I think they're the dark horse. If, if you want to pick a Super Bowl candidate, they're the dark horse in the Super Bowl this year. Of course. And and to be honest, um, this week, they they plan Tom Brady them. And this would love to be one of Brady's best game. And not just Brady, but... Them guys on the whole, like, there's no time for dropping ball. There's no time for playing scary. Like, this week, the only good advantage is the Buccaneers are at home. They better pray for some rain and some bad weather. So, uh, the Rams do not ball that air attack. But to be honest, with the pass rush that they have that Tom Brady hates, and then also you got Jalen Ramsey, who will shadow Mike Evans all game. So, he'll basically try to take away a number one option. Uh, I you don't have I, you don't God went out, right? Exactly. You don't really have a legit number two on that team because Godwin is out and then the crazy guy someplace on the streets. Um, so basically, you know, the is, 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 is Gronk and obviously Gronk will be double team. So um, I feel like Brady loved to play one of his best games probably of his career if Tampa Bay have even a chance to pull this out in the fourth quarter. I think it's going to be a very close game. I don't I don't see them getting embarrassed, but you never know. Um, one, but if, if the Buccaneers beat the Rams, I must say, that's a, they're getting back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. This is the hardest team to beat. Mm-hmm. And if they get past the Rams, they could beat either, they could beat the, the, the Packers 
or or 49ers easily so uh, yeah i think yeah. i think this is their hardest matchup i don't know who's coming out of the afc but this is their hardest matchup definitely on the side of the bracket for sure for sure um speaking of the 49ers my god game of the week best game i've watched you know <laughs> probably for a, for a little while um when i say best game like not really stats wise but best game as in dramatics um Cowboys, my yeah, love. Y'all, y'all, y'all disgust me. I, I start, like real talk. I, I, I don't even, it ain't even funny no more. Like I used to feel, like I used to find joy and getting off on Cowboys, man. But now I, I starting to feel sorry for Cowboys, man. Like, my lord, like even when they try to like get y'all to that level, like to, this year y'all had one of the easiest schedules. Like y'all play more toilet bowl teams than anybody in the league. You finally get into the playoffs. You get a home game in your stadium. And my Lord, you had an advantage over this team. You was the favorite. They didn't even give you no bad matchup. You were not no big team. You had one of the smallest teams other than the Eagles. You had one of the easiest teams uh, 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 in the NFC to play in the first round. And then you went out there. And for most of the game, it was embarrassing. Because you only could have put up what seven points, you barely could have get first downs. You have Zeke there, you have Amari Cooper, you got CD Lamb, you got all these weapons, and you got Crybaby Doc, who sit on the side, the man in this top five paycheck. And then at the end of the game, when you finally, finally start putting some points up on the board, you was down six, not even seven. So if you score, you ain't even had the talk about going to overtime and still fumble the bag. All you had to do was put the ball in the end zone. I don't know. I can't even tell you who a cornerback is on San Francisco. Um, so I was like, you have a Mari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. My thing is, bro, I just watched Tom Brady for all my life. Hey, once you over six foot three, I throw in the ball to the end zone. Like you even see what they do with OBJ now in, in, in Los Angeles. We get around to the goal line and we throw jump balls. Like that's what you do with... With, with good receivers. So why are you out here trying to make this more difficult than it is? Uh, trying to be uh, like overthinking things. Yeah. I don't know who and, play call that was. I don't know who play call that play. That was not a play call. It, if you look at it, you could see Doc came up to the line and he saw guys drop off like 10, 15 yards and there was only rushing tree. And when you rushing tree, you could see a big hole in front of you. And this right. fool snapped the ball and I was like, oh, well, we have 14 seconds. I'll snap the ball. And not only because it was like, but it was literally like second and two. So he ain't like, oh, you was doing this because you need a first down. Dog run for like 10, 15 yards. Yeah, and really stand for 10 yards. And slide. That was, that was <laughs> crazy. Um, I don't, I, uh, I, 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 I don't want to believe that's called a QB draw. But... Like it, it really looked like that was a play that he was set on, on making. Right, but I mean, because right. okay, but I understand what what what, what Xbox is saying. It it seemed that you know he snapped the ball and it wasn't even no look left, look right. It was just snap the ball, and then just shoot off as if that was a play. That's why I say who who called that play? I, I no, but even still, even if you do it to get the first down. Right, I think that at that point they already had like, they probably had like two to three straight players 
of of good yardage when he was getting the ball out of bounds, right? So you have the defense on tilt, right? Already, right? Even if you do it, you got 14 seconds left. You do it, you pick up two yards and run, run straight out of bounds. You could set up a better a better play call in that end zone. I know, um, but even like Lo was saying, you you run for your two, run for your first down, start right yeah, there. Yeah, run for your first down. Hurry up, get everybody getting the spike. You want to run as far as you could possibly run. Bro, why do you need the first down? You have 14 seconds left, and it's second down. You going for it on fourth down anyhow. So you right, are yeah. second down, exactly. you are so third you down, and you are fourth down. Yeah. So you are three mm-hmm. three players you could have run. In 14 seconds. What you? You had three passes you could have thrown the ball, yeah. and being like, okay, you on the other side of the field. Like, I watch Aaron Rodgers, Tem was at the, the 50 or the 40 on the other side of the field, and he threw on 60 yard Hail Marys. You on your 40. So, you want to throw on a 40 yard pass. And either which way, even, even if you get close, these are still 50 50 balls, because even if you get close, they dropping back in the end zone anyway, Smarty. So, like, what is the point of talking about, oh, I was trying to get closer? To do what? You realize that when you get closer, you actually condense the field. So it's actually it tighter. And you make, like, it little, you make it slightly harder. Yep. Yeah, who the hell damn this guy? Like, yeah. what? What? Like, bro, that's... that's like, it's, that's it's, it sounds like a smart thing, but in, but defenses can be on higher, higher alert as the closer you get to, to the end zone. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. You're right. I think he, he probably would have been better off just taking three throws, um, taking three throws in 14 seconds and just playing the odds. Um, um, playing the odds of, of what could happen. But that for to run for so many yards, that, that puzzled the hell out of me, right? to run for so many yards. And then they um, got the goal. I don't understand what he's thinking. They got the goal to blame the refs. And I was like, bro, you realize that every one of these penalties, when they showed a replay, it was like, these were blatant penalties. Like, you got guys choke-holding fellas on the line. You got guys legit holding people. Like, you got guys making stupid, stupid penalties. Like every time someone break a 10, 15 yard play, you got guys in the back there like body slamming people. And I was like, how y'all could say it's a ref? And then at the end of the game, my thing is, if you know the ref got to touch the ball and position the ball, you realize that when, when you snap the ball or when, when, when you're about to run a play, you notice the ref has come out of the play and go like 10 yards behind the QB to give them space to operate. So, if you just snap the ball and you know the ref 10 yards behind you and then you run ahead for 15 yards, now the ref got to come from way, he was already 10 yards behind you and he got to come from way back there to catch you up, touch the ball and put it back down. Like how in the world did you ever thought, with no timeouts now, with no timeouts, how in the world you ever thought that was a sensible play? It's like, bro, that was, uh, yeah. That was stupid. I'd, I'd never understand QBs who, when they pressure, they choose to run instead of let it fly. Like, I mean, like, use a QB. That's supposed to be your natural instinct to just, you should want to let it fly. Coaches have to beg QBs not to let it fly. And people like Doc and Cam, and anytime they pressure it, okay, let me just rush it. Like, how, that's never the solution, but. Let's use Lamar Jackson. That's never a solution, major. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I mean, if you use Lamar Jackson or if you use to a less extent, maybe a Jalen Hurts or something like that, then maybe I could see 
it, it working out somewhat for you. But I mean, it just, I as soon as he started breaking off running, I was like, but this ain't really gonna work out for him. <laughs> and you know, it didn't. But disappointing end of the season. There's a lot of disappointing Cowboys fans in that stadium, but you know. They are who we thought they were. You know what I mean? I, um, I mean, where do you... I don't think any of us expect them to be a, a playoff contender. But where do, you, where do you love them or hate them? Nobody wanted to see the game end like that. Even if you was a hater, you wanted to see, at least give them a shot at the end zone. Let them throw something. Let it get picked or something. Yeah. For it to end like that definitely, was, was definitely. disappointing for sure. And like I like to say, it's a 50-50 chance, right? 50-50 chance, you throw it up in the air. Either either he catches it or you get an interception or you know it's it's you know the, the pass isn't completed. But give yourself a chance. That's the main thing in sports. You should always give yourself a chance. You know what I mean? Don't let you know that in basketball that's equivalent to you letting the shot clock run out, right? Give yourself you a chance. Even the shot off. You, yeah. you even get the shot off. No, you gotta give yourself a chance. Give yourself a chance. But I don't know. Go ahead. I think the fair at the moment, well, I, I don't want to say fair at the moment, but, um, you know, the woods, farms get sweaty, you know, uh, start racing faster in, in moments like them, and I think that's probably what, what happened in a moment like that. On the flip side, though, I wanted to ask all this question because we, all throughout the season, we talked about this 49ers team and Jimmy G versus Trey Lance. We, uh, our decision mm-hmm. was Jimmy G gone. Jimmy G makes the next round. Do I still think he's gone? Honestly, I think they have a hard decision now. Even if he don't make the next round. Dec- Even if he don't make the next round, I think they have a hard decision now. I don't think, I think, I think, um, he, he got, he, he got him to face off against Green Bay. Green Bay is a, is, is a Super Bowl championship contender. Um, if he if he makes the next round, I think you ain't got no choice but to say, okay, just do what he's doing on some level. You know what I mean? Um, at the at the very least, you can't you you won't be able to say that Trey Lance will be a hundred percent ready to take that mantle from him next year. Yeah. At the very least, you know what I mean? So I think he he he, he giving him a tough decision, but um um. He gave a tough decision. Something that they probably didn't expect was going to be um, they was going to have to have this year. But, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, but shout out to him, though. He played, he played really well. Uh, he played really well. Um, and I would hope, like, honestly, I, if, if it wasn't Green Bay, I'd want him to get to the next round. But I think his, his story is going to, yeah, yeah, I think so too. And it's, yeah. bro, that's a that's a that that's a high win. And the Forty Nine is easy to pull for. Like Debo Samuel is that guy, bro. Like they, yeah, but he's they a, easy he's to pull for, right? But like you say, he's that dude. Green Bay, Green Bay is a juggernaut, bro. I mean, uh, yeah. I now, and then too, what's riding on their side is the fact that. Or just is 0-3 against San Francisco. And even though they beat San Francisco earlier this year, it was a very, very, very close game. 
So, there's a chance for this game to be very competitive, and then, you know, you, you play pick them. Whatever happens, happens. Um, but with that being said, I don't expect it to end on a happy note for them. Oh, yeah, I bet I bet an underdog this week. I, yeah, I, I bet in, I say I picking them. I yeah, say if know. I had to bet, I can bet San Francisco because obviously Green Bay can be the heavy favorites. But mm-hmm. this is a winnable game for the 49ers. I ain't even going to try front like, oh, this can be a straightforward number one blowing out some other team. Um, now, I expect for the Packers to win, but if they don't, I can smile either way because I can cash out. And plus, I can prove that obviously this code discussion that everybody tried to at least put put a number two in, it's not it's not even like we already established. It. It's, it's no, it's it's no, it's no comparison. So Aaron Rodgers have proven himself in the past to not be a playoff quarterback, like most of the other so-called greats, besides probably Joe Montana. Um, but yeah, um, I see. I, I would, I would want the 49ers to win, but they got to come on and play a hell of a game. Like, don't forget the Packers home, and then they have that January snow weather advantage that isn't conducive to everybody. Uh, San Francisco coming from their little Southern California, sunny sunshine, whatever, whatever. It could be an issue. So, um. Yeah. Um, yeah, it could, it could. yeah. Based on the the, the the it could be very close. It could be very close. But if Aaron Rodgers lose, we all hell could break loose this offseason. Um y'all is talking about Brady. Y'all won't see a cry, baby. But if that man lose, you might as well but every time you turn on your TV with hell or Aaron Rodgers do some crap in Green Bay again or oh he's headed to California or Oh, he do this, or he don't want to be there, or he, he has his house on the market, or he tell his girlfriend he, he ain't coming home. Like, it always be some crap like that. So, um, for his sake, I, uh, for Parker's fans' sake, I uh, I would hope they at least win this game, because if they if they make it to the conference finals and then lose, it'll be a softened blow. But you can't be the number one seed, go into the, to the first round, and it's your first game, and then you come out and, and lose to the 49ers. That almost be as bad as the Cowboys game. Um, so, yeah, they Packers. This like almost a must win, not just for for this playoffs, but just for like their their whole team, like their whole situation down there. This this is a must win game for the Packers. Yeah, I definitely think it's uh, it's a must win. I, I definitely think it's a must win, though. I, I, I mean, I guess. I don't even think, I, I'm not even thinking about it as a must win. I'm thinking about it as a show win. Like, I mean, hmm. are you talking about the Packers to the Niners? Yeah, yeah, you stay there. It's possible. It's possible. I mean, no, it def- it's definitely possible. It's just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is it likely? It would be, I would, would say be more, It would be one, probably the, the most... Surprising upset in this in the next one. For me, that would be the most surprising. Uh, and I like the Niners. Who else? Yeah, I probably would say that. That's, that's, would say that. that would be the most surprising upset. Yeah, I probably would say that. Yeah, I could agree with that. 
I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I say, um, other than that, uh, football season is coming to a very, look like a very explosive conclusion. Uh, we still have some top teams, some heavy hitters there. It looked like they're trimming the fat. Like you don't really have no, no Cinderella type crap going on this year. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I see. I see. Now you still have some surprises. Like if you get like the Bills and 49ers making the Super Bowl, that's 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 still like a weird, weird like underdog type Super Bowl. But to be honest, I see the top teams still being. Like either a one or two seed from each side going to the Super Bowl. Okay, so let's get some predictions then. Who we think coming out this next round? Um, we got coming out this next round for each each conference. Well, obviously, I I've been I've been riding this wave for twenty years, and I can start now. I can ride it till it crash. I'm never gonna go against Tom Brady, so I got the Buccaneers. Even though I like Odell, but Odell don't control who passed the ball in. So I got Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in a tight game against Jimmy Garoppolo in the conference finals in an upset. <laughs> uh, uh, upset. Uh, <laughs> uh, upset in Lambo. This would be my my my. This would be a, a good storyline. We tired of seeing Brady, uh, 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 Rogers, because we always know who wins that, especially in the postseason. Um, we need to see a Jimmy, a Jimmy versus Tom, the two former Patriot quarterbacks who were side by side, supposed to be Ken on the future, and both of them left the Patriots. That would um, be. I want to see that. Be a pretty good storyline. Yeah, I yeah, that'd that be a pretty good storyline. And then in the AFC, um, well, the Bills could lose. They could carry the year. I actually want to see the Tennessee Titans with Derrick Henry and Julio Jones yeah. actually come alive. Like, I don't want to just be, oh, the, the Titans went off no defense. Like, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. I want to see this offense that they promised us when this team right. came together. Like, I want to see this. But, I want to see something almost remember. like the Rams. Guys, but to say, you remember because the Rams didn't get it together in the play in the in season either. Yeah, but well, I in that playoff game. Because if they don't they show up, together. they can they they could be a, a number one seed who could get upset if they don't show up. Um, I got the Titans, and then obviously on the other side, uh, you got the Bengals. Um, but who do, who the Bengals play? Bengals Bengals playing Titans. Bengals playing Titans. Bills playing Chiefs. Chiefs. Boy, that's actually a boy. If Bengals playing Titans, Derek Henry ain't playing like three months. Boy, they could come out sluggish because Tannehill is trash. So they could actually sneak that. They they could actually sneak that. But um, on the other side, of course, I get Kansas City. Um, Kansas City can beat the Bills. Um, well, I want them to beat the Bills. I think the, the Bills actually could right. beat them, but I just don't like the Bills, um, obviously, for obvious reason. So I got Kansas City going up against... I mm, guess Cincinnati. Kansas City and Cincinnati. To be honest, I don't think Tennessee has enough to, to put it together. Um, 
playoff time is 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 is, is standout time because it's one and done. And you know, oh, we on to next week. You know, this you show up and show it. And if Tannehill doesn't come and show out against the Bengals, who has a very underrated defense, um, I can't see Derrick Henry coming back. And legit, but if Derrick Henry come out and give these guys like 200 yards, I feel like he still should be in MVP conversation. Because <laughs> it's like, wait, come on, man. Come on. You're like, you can't just come right back and then still just come and drop 200 yards on guys. Like, that's sick. But yeah, I, I got, I got uh, something similar. I do have, um, I had the Rams coming out against the Buccaneers. I obviously got um, the Packers coming out against the Niners. And I got Chiefs. And I I do have the Bengals. I don't think the Titans are consistent. I think they they found some defense late in the season. But I think this Bengals team has been clicking for too long. I don't think the Titans team is going to be consistent enough, especially if they try to depend on Derrick Henry, like you say, like, I mean, like, it would have been out way too long for you to put the team on his back yeah. and say, hey, go get us. Hey, everyone, yeah. if you're just too. Yeah. Do. Definitely what they could do. They don't know how to do nothing else. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think the bank is coming out down. Yeah, I have a similar one. It's tough. I do have the Rams coming out, um, beating the Buccaneers. And I also have the uh, Parkers beating San Fran. But then on the other side, I do have Casey beating the Bills. Now, I'm really too, too confident about this one, to be honest, because the Bills' high is be very, very high. Mm-hmm. Their lows is be low. Yeah. But their highs be very, very high. But I got Casey because I just I trust Mahomes. Um, and I, their defense has been better as the season has been along. So I go with Casey. And then I actually got the Titans beating Cincy. Uh, I think. Obviously, Derrick Henry, him coming back is a big deal. Can he shake off the rust? It remains to be seen, but they found a way to win games without him. Um, to me, they've been one of the more consistent teams in the league this year. Um, so I think even if he doesn't play a huge role, if they can still find ways to just, you know, fill him in there, here and there, give him, give him a bone here and there, but still maintain the same consistency that they display without him, then... They should be able to to build Cincy. So this will be uh interesting for sure. I expect. I mean, obviously, some games may be blows, but on paper, this looks like four highly competitive games on paper. Right. So I hope that's the case. I hope when we get four very highly competitive games. Um, yeah, I mean, so I hope so too. I mean, I, I just, I'm expecting. I'm expecting all the games to be um competitive, but you know, that's that's hardly ever the case. Hardly ever. Hardly ever. So, yeah. So here's the uh a, a good um. Good weekend of football. And then of course we'll be back next week to predict who we got in the Super Bowl. Uh that should be 
a fun time as well. Right, so, so yeah, um, anything else before we transition to the National Basketball Association? Uh, only thing is, you know, not usual, Tom Brady. <laughs> I didn't yeah, know Tom Brady. Brady. <laughs> Let's make the switch. You got some lines to talk about in the short time. Some storylines. That's I mean, let's get right into that one we was about to talk about. Let's get right into that because that bothers me a lot. Honest to God. That bothers me a lot, Brady. Um so you have uh rumors that uh Frank Vogel is on the hot seat, right? So um I understand. Let me just start off by saying this. I understand why he's apparently on the hot seat. The Lakers, this reason, have, I mean, the season have underachieved, right, relative to their expectations. Granted, they've had a lot of players in and out of the lineup, AD being the latest, right? So it's hard to evaluate the Lakers with AD out of the lineup. Uh, and I've been saying mm-hmm. that. It's very hard to evaluate the Lakers with AD out of the lineup. Um, not so much Russ, but with AD out. But granted, they still struggle to beat teams who you think they should be able to beat. Now, Vogel's on the hot seat, right? Kings, Kings beat them twice. Kings beat them twice. Kings beat them twice. <laughs> right? So, Vogel on the hot seat. Um, I trying to figure out, if y'all can help me, I've, I don't remember a time in NBA history where a coach has won a championship and been on the hot seat in less than two years. I don't remember a time in NBA history that has ever happened. Usually, a coach win a championship that buy him at least the next eight to ten years. At least the next eight to ten. I I don't ever remember a coach winning a championship and being on the hot seat within less than two two years. Has that ever happened? Uh, I cannot recall. The closest I could remember is a coach being fired. I think I had this conversation with someone. A coach being fired the same year they win coach of the year. Yes. But that happened it, to Dwayne Casey. Right. Casey was right. Was, mm-hmm. was, uh, in terms of actually winning the championship, bro. I don't know. That's that's, that that's not ultimate goal. I mean, you do that. Like, okay, clearly yeah. he can coach if he just wants the championship, right? You can't say all of a sudden he can't coach. <laughs> he just wants the championship, exactly. right? So, I don't. I don't even. I I think it's desperation at this point, right? Uh, what I will say though I, is, I, I, I mean, what I will say you... though is, but I know I know what X Factor I'm going to say, but what I will say is. Let's take it easy with the finger pointing because we don't know who is pulling the strings on this decision. You cannot automatically assume that it's the starting small forward that made that decision. And that's what you're going to say. We don't know that. Right? Now, certain things we do know. We do know that he wanted Russ. We know that. That's he bought. Mm-hmm. We know that he wanted AD. We know that he wanted to get rid of the other... Uh, 
the young guys. We know that. But not every single time a coach gets fired, he's be there saying, hey, let's do it. That's all I can say. I agree with everything else I say in terms of how ridiculous it is to blame Vogel. But you know, someone got to take the blame. It always got to be one person to take the blame. I don't know. I don't know how they choosing to, to, to make it Vogel over us, but <laughs> okay. But we ain't know if if, if boy actually Fair that's the thing. Fair that's the thing. You don't find it funny that these conversations only happen when a certain man is on the team. You don't find it funny that these conversations only happen when a certain dude yes, is there. Because he certain dude is always in win now mode. Remember we talked about it. He he has this uh, it's a detriment to his career. But he has this need to chase Jordan and every single thing he do from since he came in the league. And because of that, it it, it nothing going and nothing is organic, nothing is natural, and everything is forced. Everything is rushed, and he ruins organizations because of it. Uh, people started calling him, um, they used to call him the chosen one. And from then, it's like, bro, I have to win in every aspect. And so now he in win, win mode now, and he win mode in every single season. And he ruins teams. It's never a just rebuild. Never. That, that's why he left Cleveland the second time. He didn't want to stay for the rebuild. That's why he threw away all the young boys in, in LA. He didn't want to stay for the rebuild. Like It's like he is... So, he feels oh, as he don't have time for that. You know what I mean? And, and, and this is why I can't... Uh, I don't agree with... I don't understand the, the comparison to Tom Brady. Like Everyone that Tom Brady plays with, he actually enhances their career or resurrects their career. This guy brings people in and actually kills their career. Like, my thing is, you, you, you legit take guys, and you, you ain't taking regular guys or guys who need a second chance. You taking guys. Yeah, I don't think that's the internet. I can't cut off the ears, but the dog punches for business. But, but you know that, 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 anyway, what he's saying is, that, but that's, that's suspicious for Trudeau. I just, I don't, I don't understand it. Cause it is suspicious. That's what he's saying. I mean, I agree with it him. Like, because his play style is facilitate, get everybody their buckets make them better. But when you look at the stats, it's like... Yeah, exactly. How? That's I don't understand how guys just make that argument. How could you say this guy makes his teammates better, but then every time he brings in a top teammate, their stats go straight to the toilet? Like, you're saying, oh, he makes oh regular guys better. Like, okay, you're taking a trash guy like Booby Gibson, who averaged, oh, two points to what, averaging five? Oh... You the goat because you make garbage look he made, as garbagey. He, <laughs> he made more Williams. I, I'd say, I'd so, say he makes a certain. Okay, I wouldn't say he makes certain. I wouldn't say he makes guys better. I always have this argument. He doesn't make guys better. I think it's just he he knows what role is best to win, right? So he knows how to put guys in certain roles for them to have a chance of winning, right? So he knows. Okay, Kevin Love on my team. Uh, on this team, don't look for no post-up. Because if we post you up five, six, seven, eight, nine times a game, that might be good for your stats, but that's not good for us in terms of if we want to win. The best way to win 
give me the ball and let me make all the decisions. And honestly, it's been a semi-successful formula. Sem- I got to say semi because he been a lot of fans. He just didn't win as much championships. Exactly, because right? you know what he does. What I don't like is... He takes away from you. Go ahead. Yeah. And, so it's like, and, and what I make, don't like you is... You can make dad players better because if I take in responsibility away from you or I take in, uh, uh, let's say, an average like Mo Williams. Well, Mo Williams was never trash. Booby Gibson was trash. Mo Williams is always a, a, a quality guy. But if I take more of the... Guy. Yeah, a quality, of, a quality. I never say he's no all-star or nothing. But let's just say if I, if I take that responsibility off you of running the ball and running the offense, and I tell you, sit in the corner and catch and shoot, you're going to look much better. Like Bobby gets in there and, okay, you sit here all game. You ain't do nothing. Catch and shoot. These other guys catch and shoot. But the difference is now, so you're taking responsibility of these guys. So when they actually do perform, it looks good. The problem is when you get superstars who need 20 yeah. shots a game, uh, they need the ball in the hand, and then you're trying to take responsibility off them and say, oh, well, Kevin Love, we don't need you banging in the paint. We need you spreading the floor and sitting in the corner and, tr- and shoot when I give you the ball. No, bro. That's for, that's for, uh, I can't even say Tristan Thompson because he can't even shoot. That's for role players to do. Uh, what is, uh, what do you name? Zilkowskis. Uh, Ilgalskis, whatever. That's for those type of guys to do. The Jonas, the Jonas, the guys is bucket back and his David. Yeah, Drew Gooden and back in the day, he's bucket back and he David. And that's for them guys to do. But you don't come in here trying to do that. But but the the thing is, I mean, Kevin Love, but guy. But sometimes it ain't his fault though. Like for instance, what's the problem with eighty? Uh, is oh, uh, maybe it, maybe you could say it, Russ it, is it, his fault. Russ don't fit. Oh, definitely. And he trying to force it. He just I don't understand. Yeah, AD fault is. But everybody can't. Everybody can't can make it in LA. Don't do, oh, don't do that. Yeah, no. Don't friggin' do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. when AD is healthy, AD is the best player on the team, easily. Yes. Offensively Fuck. and defensively. Okay, Don't make it yeah. seem like dog come there and I, just wash I, I, up. I, I, His problem is he just fragile. No. He can't stay on the court. But even the season when he's get LA, you get comfortable. You stop putting as much work in as your body. Right. He, he, you know he what I mean? I'm talking about him being injured. He Dog used to get dog used yeah, to get injuries straight through his whole career. But you mean like but, oh he come to LA and stop checking for your body? Your body is always a glass bottle. <laughs> I think with, with with and that's why I say you can't really evaluate the team properly without AD. With without AD with AD, they are a different team. Right? They are a different team with AD. And if LeBron continues to play at the level that, that he playing at currently, then I think um There'd still be a tough out in the playoffs. I I ain't them to beat none of the top seeds. Obviously not. But you never know. They could get a, get a first round series against Jazz. I like them in that matchup. They get a first round yeah. series against Jazz. I like that. I like that matchup for them. You know what I mean? That's right. one as one series I show, Russ could play good. <laughs> if he ain't play good in the other series, right. sure he could play good against the Jazz. Y'all keep clowning Russ. 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 Russ can get all yeah, the business. He, he don't like go bad, but I didn't I didn't see that. Keep it up. I didn't see that, but I think but, I don't like go back for that, but... But that last game, 
and not just that last game, a few games before that, Russ really like containing himself and actually being productive though. Like the Lakers losing season is not on Russ. But the they got the low light tape or Russ and all the bad shots and turning over the board. Yeah, but wait, no, no. Games, wait, listen, you see the shots, wait. <laughs> but if you <laughs> but if you watch the game, Russ ain't no, like the Russ. It's still when so who I, you put the blame on? I, if there was one person to put the blame on, I was putting it on a. On, even I'm talking about when he's in the game. Dude, like a looking like Sean Bradley now, but he ain't he passing it. He ain't calling for the ball. He ain't like who could hold eighty down low? Yeah, he's still there defensively, but offensively I, uh... he ain't aggressive. I don't. I don't necessarily think it's all Russ, you know. I mean, Russ. Russ low lights be funny for real. Obviously, the fit ain't good. The fit ain't good. We already established that from before the season. The fit yeah. is not good. But you also have the other role players. To me, that they uh, that they really ain't good. Did a good job of retaining their good role players. Caruso. Okay. Man, so you could just talk about Melo like that and Slimmy, yeah? But use a sickle. Melo had a hard streak at the beginning of the season. Nah, I know whatever is we shoot that nah. But at the beginning of the season, he's on fire. Good mess. Good mess. Nah. I don't go down, Melo. This is this loud, mate. This last one yeah. must be rough. Him and Russ must to get the gym, boy. Um, <laughs> Avery Bradley. Everybody is play defense, but but you got a shot. Then you got, uh, I mean uh, the rookie look good. What the rookie name? Uh, white boy Reeves. Reeves. Yeah, he looked good. I mean, Stanley Johnson nice pickup. He got no responsibility. Stanley Johnson. But Stanley Stanley was that monk because that was pickup in yeah. off season. But Stanley Stanley really brings that intensity they need. Though. Yeah. Trust me, they can get it. Monk was a really good pickup. Monk was a really good pickup. My thing is, if they focus, I gotta see them on the team defensive lineup. I got eighty. LeBron, Reza, Stanley, and Avery Bradley. I think they can rack some teams the way they're supposed to. Yeah, they will. You disrespectful. You ain't calling us on that. You. Not a better defender. And any of those players. Everybody alive said Russ? Yes. Defensively? Uh, you gotta be kidding me. Defensively? Russ is like one of the only point guards I watch who don't get touched from any and everybody. Like, people don't give Russell Westbrook one is, um, some is credit, but I just watch other guys who people say is the top point guards, like Steph them and, and Damian Lillard them, and they're good offensively. But defensively, these fellas just be getting murk. And I ain't even talking Russ. about from top fellas. These guys get work from like the backup. Okay, but Russ can't even. No, no, you say Russ don't get the watch. He's not like smart. But who's talking Russ like that, though? Russ, Russ can't Russ. even keep an assignment, though. Exactly. Russ, so he's a <laughs> 10 fine shot. Once you see the ball, yeah. he's going to. Like he's up. Ball and he's forgetting. He, he can't yeah, the problem with him, he's like a he's an on ball defender. 
But the problem is, like, if this man sitting in the corner, he's get lost and he's be like, "Boy, watching the ball, watching." But that time, this man done cut about right. two, three times. Exactly. Turn on yeah. the other side of the court yeah, and right. he's too busy watching ball. So, like, if you put you him on the ball, that's you a problem. Every bat. If he if he got the fellow who in the the ball handler, but you gonna take that? Hold on, so you are the better on ball than than Av Bradley. I don't know. I think everybody's better on the ball, on ball event as well. I just think that ain't worth it. I just don't think that's a, that's a solid. I just think I'd rather Russ. If you could put AD and, and LeBron in there and uh, maybe another shooter, I, I think I'd rather Russ. I rather Russ because everybody. Is not everybody is. Like, you don't play one side of the ball. I can't put everybody yeah. in there because oh, he's a good defender. And then you come in on an offense and just being a, 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 a liability because I don't okay. know where okay. he's coming from. I don't know why I think everybody can shoot. But okay, okay, huh? take Avery out. Take Avery out yeah, shoot, boy. and put Malik. Okay, Malik shoot, Malik Malik. That don't help. Yeah, but Russ could score. He ain't got only shoot. But it take everybody out and put who in? Malik Monk. Monk. I can live with Monk. Yeah, I, I think, can live I think they have some solid lines to work Monk. with. But I think I think all Monk Monk solid. Still, from that same energy that people like Renium, Stanley, Stanley is bringing me. That, that's just, and I'd say he's no no outside player now, but it's just certain energy, guys like that is bring, that is make you want to play me. And last night, he had them playing defense. Just just them seeing him die for balls and working hard, they was hype on the defensive end. Yeah, but I need to eat and go bad lunch, but I think go bad is the most disrespected player in the NBA. Because he's I don't understand why those eyes light right up when they see him. <laughs> but he didn't went to play the yeah, awards and towards the say, but we attacking him. Like Stanley Johnson in the at the end of the <laughs> post game was like it's like why do you have so much success? Well LeBron told me just to attack Gobert every time down the floor. And we saw some holes in their defense, and we just exploited. And I'm like, "Wait, he tell you to attack the defense?" That's what he say. Like, <laughs> as he says to the boy, I told him to attack Gobert. He died out of the floor. Yeah, because like, what? It's almost like it's almost like like some things is just like how everything is a media based thing. To be honest with you, I I, I don't see Gobert like Gobert is not that that terrifying. Like when you think of defensive player, yeah, you look at like boy, someone who I'd be like boy. Our game plan is to go away from him. Like from even when he was, I think the first one he won, it was like a little bit of uh, uh, deserve. And then the other two after this, like, baby, we, we ain't got nobody else to give it to. And I was like, oh, okay. But to be honest, to say, oh, how bad is this super duper rim protector? Like Dwight Howard in 09. I'd be like, bro, like, no, no, you ain't. Like, so I don't know if the league gets so offensive that. Like the defensive award could go to almost anybody, but to be honest with you, to say defensive player of the year, mm, yeah, the end that serious, bro. Like we'll we'll attack you because you don't really know no stopper stopper. And on offense too, like he don't hurt you. Like exactly. I watched the Lakers play Lebr- LeBron at center for like the whole fourth quarter last night, and it's like, boy. First of all, the Jazz guards don't pass to him. 
when he opened on the road, they don't pass him at all. And they probably have a good reason why they don't do that. But <laughs> in there, it's like, boy, they only got number one dose. Like, then, you know what I mean? Like, he, if he get up on them, he can't score. He can't do a turnaround, hook over the shoulder. He can't do none of that. I, to the point where I, last night I was asking, like, wait, what does plays work on in the offseason? Yeah. Because how, how you get us from you, and you can't even hurt him with one. Just one little jump. Like, that was eight and nine there. 30. 30 and 10. It does eight. Right? For some reason, eight and this look like Hakeem Olajuwon when he played against the Lakers. Um, <laughs> and Gobert is, 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 is like, you seven foot two or something like that, bro. How are you not taking advantage of that little baby hook there, baby hook there? You know what I mean? It's like, boy. So, the Jazz to me are an team that I think uh, is going to flounder out the playoffs again this year until they could really figure out how to, how to how to fix that situation with people with teams attacking them like that. I've so. never seen a team good. It's so bad. Like, they just, like, they legit, no matter what they do, nobody pays them any attention. They could go 82 and 0. Do is be like, yeah, well, you know, Jazz is easy win the playoffs. <laughs> like, they get no respect. But I just don't understand how are they just meet away for so long. I mean, every t- you, you got that every year you have a team like that. Like, I remember when Houston was like that. Like, they had for years, like James Harden was going crazy in the regular season. And then you you know, like, by when the playoffs come, you'll be like, yeah, okay, bro. Like, dog don't show up. Same thing with, with, with Chris Paul. Like, when he was the Clippers, it'd be like, oh, yeah, the Clippers got Lob City. They got all this running and gunning, and they they, they winning up all these games. And then they get to the playoffs, you'd be like, why are you cool? Like, every really, year. Really every, every year. Every year. Every year. And then when they ain't get injured, Steph Curry decided to climb up. <laughs> but, um, but it's just, I don't know, but they need to, they need to break that up. Listen, no let me, let, let's get to the meat of the matter. The meat of the matter is we blame LeBron. At the end of the day, um, it's not Frank Vogel. Now, I don't know what Sans was talking about, but when you win a championship, you get eight to 10 years. I feel like that's, that's still too long. Like you don't get no eight to 10 years. Winning a championship buys you minimum, I would say three years until, unless you like toilet bowl, like it gives you about three to five good years left after you win a championship. It ain't gonna be no eight to 10, but. No, but um, look at most of the coaches that, look at most of the coaches that won. Look at most of the coaches that won. Let's look, let's, uh, let's look at what uh, Dallas, Dallas won in 06. Uh, no, that, that's a perfect example right there. 2011. Dude, just, Kala, I just leave last year. That boy ain't do nothing since they win that one championship. No. He ain't do nothing. Right? Well, Let's look at the Heat. Spolstra. Spolstra win in, um, what year that was? 2014 was his last championship? 2013? 2013. 2013, I think. 2013. Last championship. He's still there. Granite, he make a finals. One year uh, after that, so that's good. But you understand, like, usually when a coach wins a championship, they almost drama free. They almost drama free. Like, you rarely hear a drama. I think the closest I can think of is Ty Lue. Ty Lue, and that's only because LeBron left and they sort of was trying to 
it's trying it's trying to style Ty Lue a little bit. It's by telling I guess going to say he only has three as a LeBron. Dogging and dog is trash, but that's they, still they that's still a little bit. They style him a little bit. I got like. That's still the problem that LeBron brings. Because don't forget, um, Cleveland before he become this big baby dumb when he won't come back home. No one really cares, bro. But don't forget, they go on and get David Blatt, who was one of the best coaches in in whole Euro League, in the whole other side of the world. Like, David Blatt was a well-respected coach. And dog come there in one season, and all of a sudden, LeBron was like, yeah, but I back here now. Um, you know, I used to coach here. So uh, I got to get rid of dog. I used to, I used to captain now. Let's put Ty Lue yeah, who, <laughs> who has zero head coaching experience and who, who literally has done nothing except for get stepped over by Iverson. That's his biggest highlight of his career. Uh, and let's make that happen. And I was like, okay. But let's get the same thing with Frank Vogel. Like, don't forget now, LeBron advocated for this guy too. When he came to LA, he was like, oh, Frank is a defensive coach. That's what we need. Uh, that's my guy. I, I just think this entire conversation is unnecessary and not just unnecessary. Um, um, it's, it's, it's too soon because we don't know who is pushing Frank Vogel out the door. You cannot just assume uh, everything happened with the Lakers. It's LeBron. You can't assume that. But you don't think it's a wild coincidence? You don't they, think need it's a wild coincidence? Now. they need someone to blame. Yes. But I can't blame one for everything, man. But unless I come on, these are guys. Nah, these are guys. This is the same thing with Isaiah and Slimmy. Say what? Thanks. What you say? I said. Sounds messy. I think another reason why he his situation is 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 on LeBron too, but I think another reason why not a situation on LeBron, but why Frank the Heat is on Frank Vogel is because they don't really have much options to trade. You see, what I'm saying so they could trade Russ, Russ making way too much money. So it's not like they could say let's just trade a player and it could it could work, right? You know they ain't trading LeBron, and then. I still think it would take a lot for them to trade AD. Other than that, they don't have no a lot of tradable pieces. So it's like, okay, who else could you do but fire the coach? You know what I mean? That's the situation, yeah. I guess, that they sort of... I don't know who they think they could get. Placed in. Who they think they could get that could fix this team? They probably could some pro- LeBron, promote Fisdale to, to head coach. Fisdale. is a LeBron lover, so... I make perfect sense. Yeah, thing is, right? It's an uh, assistant, right? Yeah. Yeah, first But my thing is, like I was telling Slimmy, right? I don't know when sense, because I remember certain boy them used to be running on about Lakers, this, Lakers, that, never, whatever. Now, when he little uh, player come there, now all of a sudden, Slimmy is behind him defending the Lakers and LeBron, <laughs> talking about he he feels sorry for LeBron. You know, I was like... Bro, you feel sorry for LeBron since when? But anyway, that's a whole other story. I ain't getting into. I don't even notice. But, I don't even. I don't even notice that. That's true. <laughs> but dog is be dog is be in, in group chats now defending LeBron. And I was like, 
Why you gotta pull up screenshots? Are you lucky I switched phone? <laughs> this is the same guy. <laughs> same guy last year who tell me if Melo come to the Los Angeles Lakers, he would not watch the Lakers. He would still, I guess, be a mellow fan, but he will not watch Laker games. Now, dog has watch more Laker games than me. When I come in the group, he done talking. Like, dog done talking. But, oh, these fellas need to do this and these fellas need to I feel like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you don't miss the game. What don't happened to Portland? All of Portland and six, he used to run all with all of New York and, and this and that. Now, dog, dog don't miss a Laker game. I say, my goodness, you might as well buy a mellow jersey. But anyway, he probably doesn't order that. But my thing is, um, the reason why I don't feel sorry for LeBron, even though it's, it is sad that he's uh, he really has to carry a lot of weight with this team, I don't feel sorry because this is the team he built. I'd feel sorry if you came here and let's just say like how when you had them young guys, it was a struggle at the beginning. Which of course it would be you. You just want to be this big presence. A bunch of guys who like 20, 19, 21, like of course there could be a big difference. But you get rid of all those guys and just about all of them. If you look at them where they are now, Julius Randle. Ain't just about every single one. Julius Randle is now doing very well with the Knicks. Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram is doing very well with New Orleans. Lonzo Ball is looking like an all-star yeah, point guard. In, in, in Chicago. Uh, Vic Caruso. Who they also got rid of. Exactly, Caruso. Kyle Kuzma dropping triple doubles in Washington. Kyle Kuzma came on like a, like a maniac dog in Washington, freaking himself right out. And you go on, sit down and rust. You, you, you rather go, instead of you uh, uh, go, go and Kyle Kuzma kitchen and say, hey, big brother, you know, we got something here. We want to keep you here and, and groom you. You want to go sit down and rust in Russ House and the talk about, oh, we, we want you to bring your $44 million contract to the Lakers to do what, bro? Like, his game was never a match for LeBron game, but obviously he loves star power. And Russ is a super talent. Like, we watch Russ play. Yeah, he might not fit with this team, but yeah. dog is a freak. Like, yeah. real dog. Dog is too, dog just, dog yeah, is a freak. So, my thing is, I don't feel bad you for the a team that you built. You can't build a team, and then when the team don't look good, you want me to feel sorry for you? Come on. That so doesn't make just, sense. So if he didn't build a team, you would feel sorry for him? Then I'd oh, yeah, exactly. If you were in a situation that you couldn't control, then I'd be like, wait, so you, you need to get out of that situation. Just, just let the chips fall where they may, but, and just let people feel sorry for you. Don't take matters into your own no. hands. I mean... No, but Gritton, before the season, this man going on social media and say, listen, all y'all who talking about my team and how we too old, I want y'all to keep the same energy. So which niggas I, just keep the same energy. Which I heard, which I heard is a now deleted tweet. Which <laughs> Yeah, and he deleted <laughs> this guy got respect this man. I can't but I can't like dog is hey, dog is right? anyway. Wait, one thing I could say for them. I think me and Stimmy me and Stimmy talk about this, but dude is talk too bro. like too even on Twitter talking for even yesterday or the day before when he apologized because the day was so bad like bro shut up and play bro like hey. and on with i was so hey i hey, I, I, you, you, must see the, you must see the way i go on the freaking hey, like, 
I am so happy that Magic Johnson finally and these guys finally start holding this fella accountable. Like, bro, you got to realize you came to championship down. Like, if the Lakers can stink, let us stink with fellas we, we know stink. Let us stink with Javaris Crittenton. Let us stink with Kwame uh, uh, Brown. Let us stink with them. You don't come here talking about you want to be the GOAT. And you looking up in that rafters and seeing other GOATs who have already come here and done what you have done without all this begging and crying and pleading. And then you want to come here. And when you're getting blown, like Magic say, but it ain't the fact that you you losing, you know. Like, but even with Kobe, when Kobe them used to lose, like legit, we used to be having like 38 win seasons. But dog used to play with heart, bro. Like, if Kobe lose, Kobe can drop 50 points and lose. It ain't gonna be no lose, and you just on the court with your hand on your Kimball looking around like, ah, no, but, but, how, how I mean, long he, the game can take before it over? Give him, give him some credit. <laughs> he is, he, he, he been, he been balling the last few weeks. Give him some credit. But, yeah, the last few weeks, but that yeah, last uh, game where they get blown, but I was just, you ain't watched that day. No, I didn't know. I had everyone talking about it, but I didn't watch it. Like, dog, them was just from like, the king? in a daze, bro. No, that was, that, was, uh, that, that was Nuggets. Yeah, no, I didn't watch that. Like, dog, them was in a daze, bro. Like, you like you give up. Like, literally, it was like, like, I watched teams come back from, like, 20 points, 30 points. Like, dog, them was like, okay, we down. Um... We got a flight in the morning. I'm trying to hang up too long. I need to be in bed by 10. Let's see if we can just run this clock open, get up on the bus, and try to get up out here. But my thing is, like, you, you you can't be like that, bro. Like, you get paid to play 82 games. Like, one thing I tell people, even in the real world, don't cry. You, you, you People like to talk about demand salary. Don't demand salary and then say, oh, um, you know, it's a, it's a light day or this and that. My thing is, just how you ain't want to get cut, your time when you say, oh, well, this crazy, that means you need to put in the foot. Like, if you play 82 games, once you're injured and you're on that court, you play it, bro, put in the maximum effort, please. Because if you don't give maximum effort every time, then if, when they cut your paycheck once or twice, you can't complain. You can't say, oh, I want my full paycheck, but you ain't giving full effort. Or you ain't giving the full job. Like, like that ain't fair, bro. Because these would be the same players in the offseason who's talking about, oh, don't take no pay cuts for these owners. Oh, these people making too much money. Oh, I ain't taking no pay cut. Blah, blah, blah. But, but you standing up on the court, that's a pay cut, bro. Like, you, 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 you cut. And you know, dog is cry after every play, too, though. After every missed call, he crying, son. That's what I can say about him, boy. Yeah, I just play. Ain't no other, but you don't know how much time I just want to tell him, but shut up and just play, bro. The fights. He have some of the worst body language I ever see out of a superstar. Probably the worst. If a play don't go his way, he crying at a ref. If if you is his teammate and you turn the ball over the bounds, this nigga flicking, chopping his shoulders. And, and and shrugging and doing all that weird stuff. Like I'd be like, boy, why do you act like that, boy? Like and you could see it's it's sort of sometimes dejected the, the team morale a little bit by him doing that. But like I can say I don't feel sorry for him. Um I give him credit. He playing much better over the last couple of weeks. So I give him credit over the last couple of weeks. He ain't really making no excuses, he going to oh damn playing. But at the end of the day, 
No one can feel sorry for you because it's the Ross, like like ex father say, it's the Ross you built, bro. This the Ross you was bragging about saying, oh, uh, don't 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 tell us we too old and all this and that, all that foolishness you was running all with. Well, you can see now. You can see now. Yeah, they, they, I, I don't feel sorry for LeBron. Um, carry your weight, bro. Like you say, heavy is the head that so called wears the crown. Carry your weight, bro. Especially when you you bring these fellas here. You 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 advocate for these guys. You 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 ride this emotional wave. Um, you use one your boys. Look 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 look. Like my thing is, bro. Like we gotta start stop making it seem like this isn't the new age, bro. Look at what they're doing in Philadelphia. See, this is the problem when you have that LeBron effect. See, they, they look at what Ben Simmons is doing. Ben Simmons couldn't do that if Rich Paul and LeBron wasn't backing him. You think if Ben Simmons was at any other sports agency, any other sports agency, but, but I thought, he would be doing what I he's thought, doing now? But I thought agree with what Ben Simmons is doing. Me? Yes, you say the Sixers didn't want him when they talked about with him after the... TV oh, you mean that. you mean with Ben Simmons like sitting up? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My but, thing is, I, I, I don't have a problem with Ben Simmons sitting up. I have a problem with the way it lingering. Like my thing is, I don't even think they force it. Like my thing is, if you really want it out, think about it. Ben Simmons don't even talk to the media. Like you see what Harden was doing when Harden wanted out. Like you see what like other fellas was doing. Like they just come out and say, man, listen. Well, I, I at least show up to practice, but I just seen him play games because listen, I on that run. Like the team needs to do something about the situation and blah blah blah. Like Ben Simmons legit ain't even in Philadelphia. Dog in LA chilling. Like you ain't even in your home state. Like you legit ain't even care. It's almost like dog retire for a season and he's just waiting for the Yeah, treated if he was actually playing. To be honest. That's what I'm saying. Because I, like, I don't what, know. What incentive you given no, on the team to, to, to want at this point, to trade you? At this point, I think it's an ego trip. I think between him for and Mori. Mori, so Mori, like even more so it's than an ego him, trip. It's an ego trip. I think more so for Ben. He just listening to Rich Paul and the general. Listen, they trying to play. You don't gotta go. But Mori, Mori is like. Nah, we ain't get, we ain't we ain't backing down. Maury's still trying to say they want him put they want him like play, they want him to be a part of the team. Like bro, what's yeah, happening? No, but not don't forget the no. beginning of the year, the beginning of the year, Philly Philly GM said, Maury said, uh buckle up, this could be a long ride. Be ready to wait for the next four years. Now again, this is where we go talk about with the ego. I believe if Ben Simmons was playing, he wouldn't have that same attitude. I believe because he knows Ben Simmons ain't playing, and Ben, yeah, I, yeah, I, Maury, I don't think he'd have the same idea. I think because he knows Ben Simmons ain't playing and Ben Simmons don't want to play, hey, I can stick it to him. Since he don't want to play for my team, I can stick it to him, right? Now, right or wrong, that's what you're deciding to do. Um, I think I agreed initially. I still agree that Ben Simmons should want to be traded. I still agree with that. Uh, now to the point where Ben Simmons, like like you said, he ain't talking to the media. He ain't uh, showing up to practice or nothing like that. Like, okay, like, at some point, the team who trained for you could be wondering where your head is. At some point. 
the team who's supposed to be trading for you could be like, bro, why are you doing all of this? Yeah. I don't, and that's that's why I disagree because he has so many people after him. I don't think it's affecting it. You know how much you know how much um um, um deals Mari turned out to the point where I'm saying, bro, it seemed like the Sixers price going up. Yeah, I guess. I see him turn on the that was Olenek and Olenek, Jeremy Grant and who else? Someone else from the Pistons. I thought that was a pretty good trade. I thought that was a pretty good trade. Okay, um, so I I, I yeah. hearing that that Harden may want out, so maybe that's what Maury waiting on. I don't know. No, yeah, that ain't working. Uh, better work or not? What are you going hard really? I mean, Embiid. I mean, you mean Ben to Brooklyn? I don't believe. I don't believe the Harden hype. I, don't, I, I definitely don't believe. I mean, Harden don't look like the same player no more. Of course, you're not. When it's you can have other stars around you, but Durant is hope. So nice. I, I, ex- yeah. I expect Harden to go crazy in these next couple of weeks until no. Durant come back. You know why? You know why you don't like the same player? It's because he ain't under D'Antoni no more. Nobody's the same offensive player. Hold on, so who's the Nets? Who's the Nets assistant coach? Uh, I don't know. He left. He left? No, he left after the first year. Oh, to okay. go where? In there no more. Oh, huh, well, don't matter. No, but I guess he's looking for a hit. But, um, yeah, I, don't, I, 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 I don't see Harden wanting out this early. Number one, because bro, he ain't, he ain't much other better champion contenders. You go on, you go to even if you go to Philly, you, you still get beat, bro. Like, don't even, don't even go there. And then plus, don't forget, Embiid in the just plays in the play with Nita. Don't we? We it only Ben Simmons only making Embiid by the Angel now. But to be honest with you, at first before all this drama. It was actually Embiid who was the crazy. You notice he, he nobody really yeah, lining up to crazy. say they won't come to Philly, you know. Like even yeah. Damien Lillard who's stuck in Portland doing crap and say, but yeah, I, I straight, bro. <laughs> I, I rather, I rather the thing is, and have my own team than to come up there for you cry and then tell me how I shoot up the ball and you want touches. But the thing, the, the thing is for Harden, okay, KD is out for an extended time, right? Could be six, could be eight weeks. Yeah, probably Kyrie, the Kyrie just doubled down on his stance. He ain't getting vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So basically cool. half a season. But I heard I half. heard the Nets may be willing to pay fines for him to play home games. I, I, heard, I heard that too, but the NBA the NBA said they wouldn't allow it. Exactly. You don't let the cattle mm-hmm. buy, you should have just do it. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah, the the NBA, plan, they ain't gonna allow it. The NBA yeah. said they wouldn't allow it. So, so I mean, but that that is um, a good point to add. The fact that the Nets are trying something, trying anything at this point, because they're trying to get they're trying to That's get that. their big three back. But yeah, because now, like to be honest with you, you you what you a top team or top two team? To be honest with you, if Kyrie can't play home games, that actually gives you a disadvantage in the playoffs. Because now, if you have a better seed, you have more home games. So if, when you actually get to the playoffs, when you have four home games or the seven, 
because he was the favorite, Kyrie can't play over four of those games. So it's like, but either you can pay for Kyrie or you need to get back to it, or you need to start dropping in the seeds and start getting some away stuff so Kyrie can play more on the road. Oh, it's so crazy because this this team is so nice and the speculations before they got together was, bro, they cannot play together. Kyrie and, and KD is the two most sensitive NBA players to ever strap up. And then you got Harden who just locks the day when it comes to winning. How in the world this, they could gel together? And just as we say it. Honestly. Like, like honestly, like if them, if them three could play together, if they could get on the court at the same time, they'd be the favorites. Like, um, the firepower too intense, but firepower too intense. And even though I still say Harden don't look the same, he still is a, a all star level player. Kyrie is unstoppable in one on one. We already know what KD is, right? The offense is just too great, but. Offense is is way 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 too great. To me, I still would have them as the favorites. Um, mm-hmm. Teams in the West play better. They play more team oriented basketball, like Golden State and Phoenix. But uh, the firepower from from Brooklyn. Like I wonder, I wonder how much KD actually thinks about. But we could win a championship if this nigga actually just take a shot. You know? I wonder how much that really. That really permeates his brand, but right. because because in public you never say it, right? When he go beyond those stars, at some point he gonna be like, especially when you have then you right, a team who can't come nowhere close to you when you at full strength, talk to you dead, but you just sitting there like this dude would just stop tripping, <laughs> he run the league. If this dude, if this dude just start freaking out, we we win a championship. Like I wonder how much times he thinks about stuff like that. But I mean, like at the end of the day, you know, what I mean, to me, the championship this year is a little wide open to me. Um, I see, a, I see about four or five legit contenders, um, and I think, I think it's too early to have a favorite. In my opinion, too. Um, you think two really four or five, meaning, but two in the West. Two in the West. Three in the East. Or three in the West, two in the East. Am I ready to say three in the East? Am I ready to say three in the East? Yes, I'd say three in the East. I'd say three in the East. I'd say Golden State, Phoenix. And I'd say in the, in the East, Brooklyn, Milwaukee. And Miami. I think Miami have a yeah. chance. I think I think I would that too. I think um, Miami have a good chance. Yeah, I think I think I think Miami got a chance. Miami been playing the last couple of weeks. Not, they don't have as much of a chance as before. No. But there's my there's my dark horse. Um Dada four, I feel more proven. Right? Phoenix been the fans last Last year, Milwaukee won the championship last year. Brooklyn, we already talked with a firepower. Um, Warriors. Golden State, Golden State is Golden State. Uh, Miami, been playing most, well, a big portion of the season Miami been playing with a lot of their key players out. 
and they think they're somewhere in the top three in the East or something like that. Like, if they could get them towards Bach, Bam, Jimmy, Bam, Jimmy, um, Depot, I wouldn't pick them. But I could see them beating a, 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 a top team. I agree. What so, do you think about Memphis? No, but um, with the Clippers, I'm not talking about Kawhi and Paul George if they get back there. Uh, let's say they be full strength by April. So I don't think the Clippers can make some playoff noise. If you get Kawhi healthy, you get Paul George healthy, you get um, what's your boy name? The point guard who came from Detroit. Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. And then you got, yeah, you got a couple guys. If you get that lineup, let's say, ready and healthy for the playoffs, I feel they can make, they can surprise, they can knock off a big team. Like they, they could be a team that could come to the playoffs and actually beat Utah in the first round or knock off some. <laughs> Like real talk, if you had them, especially Kawhi who rested the whole season. Why? I just don't understand why it's always Utah. Go ahead. But I mean, probably, probably uh, Denver too, because Denver is a regular season team, and Denver can't make the finals to save their life later. Yeah, Denver, Avengers too. But um, well, I think honestly, I think the Lakers and Clippers, if fully healthy will be a tough first-round opponent for anyone. Lakers and Clippers. The problem is, I don't know if they'll be fully healthy. But I think Altoona would be a tough first-round opponent for anyone. Uh, Memphis. Memphis. Memphis coming up. Memphis coming up. I, I like their team. I, I, I need to see, I need to see uh, them in a, in a playoff setting where there's the favorites, too. I, I still am skeptical about um, seeing them Cause they, they they got a lot of young dudes, but they gotta be ball test. Memphis. Yeah, I like I to see Char. Yeah, I like to see Char advance but, in the playoffs, but I I completely sold them. Yeah. But I think you know what I think. I think Memphis is what the Hawks were last year, right? And now if you look at the Hawks, it's like I had a good run, but. Call it quit. So I mean, I, I I think Denver could upset a team in the in the playoffs now, but championship, I think they little is from that. What you what you think about or what, what do y'all think about Chicago? They was missing these for a good portion of the season. Yeah, and I do I don't I don't think they're a season team. I actually think they built for the playoffs, but I don't think they have the experience. I think DeRozan, it can't be the superstar of a team, can't be the leader of a team. I think superstar of him. And crunch time, he's a great crunch time player, but once they start doubling him. Yeah, like, I wouldn't say they don't have the experience. Like, they got a, a, they have a good mix down there where you have uh, young talent with veterans. But the problem is, like I say, like you said, when you, when you do get to, especially them last rounds, like, 
conference finals and then NBA finals, those are where superstars are made. It's almost like the same thing with what happened last year with with, with the Bucks and the Suns. Like yeah, you 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 got here with your big run when it comes to the Suns, but then what happens is okay now the superstar gets angry and Giannis just basically take over the rest of the finals. Um, we've seen it many times before. Um, so like even if the, the the Chicago was able to make it out of the first, probably even second round, when you get to say the conference finals, let's say you do Buck. Uh, yeah, let's say you do back a uh, Brooklyn Nets. Let's just say you do back. Uh, what do you mean? Out of these? Because I, I only see the Nets coming out once healthy. Let's say you back a uh, Milwaukee. And for some reason, Mil- Milton actually is a playoff player. He's more playoff than regular season. Um, when it comes to that, then you got guys going crazy. You got Giannis them giving you 40, 45, 15, and 10. Or you could go to Brooklyn and any given night, you can't even pick your poison. You 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 put who who y'all gonna guy? Like, really? Like who <laughs> it's like if it's the dog them can go crazy. So it's like who on Chicago you could say for seven game series could go crazy. Like the Rosen can't give you that for seven games. Lonzo, I, I don't even get me started. We ain't see we ain't see Levine on the stage yet. Oh, come we on. We ain't see Levine on the stage. That's what you get the ball too. She But that's why that's why I say about the experience what I mean, like other than who's been in deep playoff runs. On the boat has been in deep playoff runs. Only nobody count Caruso. And then Yeah, you can count Caruso. But then when we talk about playoff defenses, right? You know, playoff defense is different, right? So over seven games, they really could key in on you. And we are seeing, even with DeRozan as great of a player as he is, over seven games, sometimes you've been able to get them. You know what I mean? Um, now nah, he probably more, way more experienced than other dudes. Mm-hmm. So we probably will fare better this lap around. But it's who could, like you say, who could, who could, who could uh, stem the tide for seven games? And then who you are defending on the next side of the court. See, that's that's who I worry about because you go against Giannis, he'll eat Fuzovic lunch, mm-hmm. breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, you go against KD, who on the wing checking KD? Like this, but he'll, he'll go off for a consistent 30 every seven, every, every game for them seven games. Who on the block checking KD? Their best defender is who on the, the block checking? I think that's the next thing. Chicago have a lock of size. They ain't really, uh, uh, yeah, best defense for Russo. So they 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 ain't all the way built. I think they 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 a piece away, but I mean, I give them credit. I didn't thought this could be this good to start the season, or to actually this late in the season, I should say. So I give them credit. But I think would I be surprised to see them in the conference finals? I wouldn't be surprised, depending on how the matchup shape. I just don't expect them to get to an NBA Finals. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't expect him to go out for him. But, um, yeah. Uh, Let me say, unless Kyrie get vaccinated, Bucks repeating. Uh, yeah, boy. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, I, I already said yes to me, but they have a good chance to repeat. I feel in the Bucks. They have a good chance. Hmm? I ain't feeling the Bucks. I don't know. It's just... They don't look as good as they. Uh, they don't even look as good as they was last year. And last year they barely make it. We know why you're Yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't see the Bucks. To be honest, I don't see the Bucks winning either. I honestly don't even see an Eastern Conference team other than the Nets winning. Like I don't care who. That's why I say when you was talking about two or three, I was like, what? Like yeah, bro. Like it's literally only one team that could come out the East and win a championship. Pick someone else put the Nets because we ain't sure if Kari Kari can get shoot up. Either, either, even with it, don't matter who the, who come out of the East. I feel like this is a Western year, unless it's a healthy, full big three Nets. That's the uh, only team I see could go to the finals and actually beat a Western Conference team this year. I could agree with that. I could agree with that, and I could even I I could the favorites right now is for me is the Warriors. I can admit that the favorites is the Warriors. My second favorite is um. The Suns, and if we if we if we saying Kyrie ain't getting vaccinated, then uh, I would I would go Bucks third. Yeah, well, I say yeah. Um, it's either it's either the Nets, it's the Warriors. Um, uh, it, it it all depends on number one trade deadline and also bio season. Um, you got some pieces that could move around at the trade deadline, and then that bio season must be sneaky. You you never know who who ends up where until like literally the day of we'll see. Oh, someone like let's say Kevin Love, because y'all ain't even talking about Cleveland. Y'all disrespectful. I mean, I'm not saying they get in the finals or not, but Cleveland really has been playing <laughs> playing very well. He was a good team uh, so far. Um, I didn't make a shock team. Yeah, they, they, they actually could be a team who could upset a team like the Nets or the Sixers in the first round or second round. They could show the team in the playoffs. Cleveland bringing a big man back, boy. They bringing a big man back. So someone like Kevin Love could be on the bio blockers. They really don't need Kevin Love, even though he's playing okay, but not for that salary, bro. Like, Kevin Love's still getting paid like a top five power forward. Yeah, he, he, he So, yeah, I, I don't see Cleveland in the finals either, but they could be a team once healthy, could uh, do some things. But even with Kawhi coming back, so that's still a Western team. Um, Kawhi coming back, they ain't making the finals, but at least with Kawhi coming back, like I say, that's a team who could knock off a top team such as Denver, such as Utah, such as even, uh, I don't know how long. Utah. <laughs> I don't know how long Memphis could hold us up if Memphis make the playoffs. I don't want you to think Memphis could beat no Clippers or healthy Clippers. Like they can with give Kawhi, them a fight. With Kawhi and Paul George. Kawhi and George, no. Clippers and six. Yeah, but no, but you have to think about the way Clippers is play, bro. Clippers does, do not play hard. The Clippers is play as if they have talent, just, just as how the Lakers is play. Memphis is play yeah. hard, bro. Yeah, yeah, they but do. you only can play hard for so long. Like, this could be, what, May? 
like all you do is put you go put some hackers on that. Paul, don't 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 sleep like like Paul George and Kawhi and elite defenders. They, but they don't play hard, bro. They play like they cool and. But you realize there's only one really juggernaut on that team. If you really put a focus on Jamarat, like <laughs> without Jamarat, Memphis is literally the Bobcats. So yeah, it's like you could throw two of the best, some of the, two of the top five best perimeter defenders at Jamarat the whole game. Boy, yeah, yeah, looking good after that. That's a key right there, which let me just say just now. Memphis is a dark horse. Slowing the ball down. They play at a very fast, fast type of pace. You slow the ball down in the playoffs and make Jared and beat you in a half court setting. That's, yeah, that's, that could be interesting. I don't see it happening. That's uh, what you call it. Uh, uh, that's Clippers and Six. But it could be interesting. It could be interesting. Um, I think the West, the West top heavy um, with the Warriors and Suns at the top. And then the Jazz and Memphis slightly behind. But then, like I say, Lakers get healthy. It's an interesting combo. <laughs> Dudes get, uh, uh, Clippers get healthy. It's an interesting combo. So it could be an interesting combo if certain teams start to get healthy. Um, even with the with the Nuggets, Jamal Murray come back. That may be an interesting uh, um, conversation for real. You want to see it? If Murray come back, you don't see it. Murray can take some time. Okay, but you think Murray could just come back and just jump right into form? Well, it is looking like Penny and Shaq last time they played the playoffs. Play. I don't know. Yeah, and he's not on Penny and Shaq. He's <laughs> 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 getting off hard. I give a lie to you. But, uh, yeah, they, uh, uh, this playoffs could be interesting. Desmond Van, he is nice as hell. Desmond Van, he, he nice as hell from the from the from Memphis. That Memphis um, team is pretty hard, but even if he, but if they say most improve, but y'all could kill him. Wait, if Kyle Kuzma, Kyle Kuzma, no way, Kyle Kuzma, Kyle Kuzma, Kyle Kuzma, Kyle Kuzma, most improved, bro. But did you see Kyle Kuzma season last year? <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't impressive. Yeah, but he playing good. He playing solid. He playing solid. Garland is more proof. He's most improved. That's been being nice, for real now. And 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 Garland, I always thought Garland should have been the number one Garland team. I don't know why they had Saxon messing up the flow in Cleveland, but yeah, because it's Cleveland. But Kuzma, I think Kuzma. That that that's already his is 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 award. Like real, like Kuzma already. Like that's already his team. Like I want you to believe. Like this summer, all uh, uh what's your boy that name who's still on yeah. the one year? Uh, uh, who come there with him? LeBron, little 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 uh, um, little sweethearts. Harold, Harold and and and, and Harold. But you go find one contract someplace else. We ain't into that. Caldwell um, Pope. But you supposed to be on the league like three years ago. Thank God. That's why guys like him is tail on to the He was my six-man pick from the beginning of the season. So let me, I can go he find wrote. a tweet for you. He, he was wrote. my six-man pick from the beginning of the season. From the beginning okay. of the season. I can find a for you. Hero. Okay. Ghana's my most improved from the beginning of the season. I think for rookie, yeah, I think I had your boy uh, from the Raptors. 
Ennen kuin jäädä Strokeria. Bonds. I honestly think so, but they, them, them, them two big man they got, Allen and Mobley. The, the, the league don't play big like that no more, and them two niggas dominant. I so, wish I did wish uh, uh, Boston. I mean not Boston. I did wish uh, the Nets should keep uh, Allen and let go DeAndre Jordan. Long I don't time. understand. I don't understand why they did that. I, I don't understand I the logic know. behind letting go Allen. That was a that was a that should be all situation. Alan should be all starters here. I play as a monster boy. Yeah. And him and him and Mobley down there, but that's a handful. Allen, at a guard, they only need they missing one solid small forward, and they, they can be a, a contender. Runs, who's run two guard or crew away? Solid small forward. Man. I think that oh I think that small forward is Rinia, Sadi Sadi Osman or something. Like yeah, time for LeBron to go back, man, and destroy that team too. Someone say, someone say, watch <laughs> LeBron go back. Talk for you and go home. You and entire home. <laughs> yeah, man. you know he got a chance to play with man and win championship, so he can take it. But yeah, I, that whole playing with some team, yeah, that that don't need to happen in the Lakers. You you need to carry <laughs> that crap to Cleveland, and you and your son can go there and rock it up. Um, Rock it up over there. We, but we, ain't even want, but listen, we ain't even want too much, bro. Give us like a second round pick or something like that. But we ain't even trying, but y'all could do what y'all want, but we ain't want too much back. Bro. Give us, y'all could keep Kevin Love, because that's his boy too. But he give us sex and engine out for the season, but we'll yeah, take him. We don't want that. But we'll take that. <laughs> give us Sexton uh, and a second round pick. And we got that. Let him and Russell Westbrook. Can you imagine Jackson and, Ru- and Westbrook? <laughs> Wait, that's a be so joke. <laughs> no, that's a certain. Jackson and Russell Wait, that's a pure comedy, sir. In the same backcourt, it fight, but... Right? You know what boss in the world, you know what? Wait, Jackson, at least Westbrook is boss. But he sees assists. Jackson don't even do that. Actually, your boss is yeah, that talk at all. That that talk at all. That's a different type of hog, boy. I don't know. A young nigga, a young nigga like that hog like that. Oh wait, but I don't understand why the cows hold on to him for so long. I see him, but they must be just tanking our nigga, they people. They can ship him out, and then they get Garland as a guy. I mean, and they ain't, they still keep him, boy. When he when he when he scoring, he's look good though. When he's scoring, he's he's, he's look like carry. But boy, like an dog, son. I tell it, but I, I, I don't see this boy pass at all, boy. Just read. Come out of court, first thing, shoot. <laughs> I, I don't think know he, exactly what they're doing. Really I don't think you have much time. They probably can trade. Like I say, everybody trade Because everybody want that LeBron son pick. Me personally, I hope it does be Cleveland. And they like do their little magic to this doing the lottery or some crap. But please, man. Let it be Cleveland. 
have the number one pick. I think LeBron is not coming out this year. Probably next year. No, two, two three years. No, but oh, three years, but that's better than Masi Bug. He's a junior. But that's better than about 16, 17, bro. Fellas is in the league from 18. You know the end about it, but he's a junior. He have to be one year out of high school. But how long has he been in high school? He been riding that team for about two years now. Cause he ain't even the, he ain't even a star on that team. He ain't, it, it gotta be two years because he ain't a senior yet. He gotta be a senior, and then he gotta do the he one year. High school. He definitely a senior. I know that. I need to watch that little documentary they got out on the high school team. I think it's three years. It's three years, and then two years. LeBron, LeBron, um, contract up. Yeah, man. Let him. Let, three years. No, yeah, bro. The yeah, contract yeah. up after two years. So when home boy come, the will be a free agent. Think, buddy, getting traded before. Okay, we can answer these questions from somebody before we wrap up. So question number one: Think, buddy, getting traded before the deadline. But honestly, I don't know what the Kings plan is. I actually want him to. I honestly don't know, buddy. I think they try it, but obviously, you know, everybody don't want to lose them. But it's at a point now where I. But it depends, though. Like, I, I need Buddy to get out these tr- cr- crap situations, bro. Like, Dog was in New Orleans when he first came in. Okay, he was just happy to, you know, to be there. Then you go on to Sacramento. Come on, man. This is the roughest division in basketball. Like, all the other four teams in your division is playoff teams. You can't do nothing in Sacramento. Please, if you're going to trade Buddy. I think I'll go on a fair chance, bro. Yeah, like, like I think I'd go on a limb and say he will get traded. To a team that needed a shooter. Yeah, I think I'd go on a limb and say he will get traded. I um, think so. Yeah, I think they've been trying to trade him for a little while, or they've been open to it at least. Um, I think a team that needs a shooter will try to come along and get him. And, get him. and now they have now they have more people that they want to trade, so it's like. Someone just made a deal. Nuggets, Celtics, and Spurs making a three-way deal that includes Brent Forbes to Denver, Bowl Bowl, Peter Dozer to Boston. Bowl Bowl going to Boston. Yeah, ain't, a, ain't none of them good. The problem is Bowl Bowl was supposed to go to Detroit, and that fell true because he didn't pass the physical. Now they're trying to offload him on, on anybody. So he passed the physical for, for, for Boston. Boston. That's why they probably put him too. They put in Bowl Bowl and PJ Dozer to Boston. Um, I, I think, I think now that they Brent Forbes, Brent Forbes, Bowl Bowl, and PJ Dozer. But Brent Forbes going where? Brent Forbes going to Denver. I don't know what Denver's be dealing with. Like Denver's be stockpiling all these fellas and legit still in good. Like I don't understand that. Ben is a nice player, though. He, he, he should be able to get some shots. Yeah, I was hoping the, the Suns get him a drop campaign. But anyway, I think now that, now that Sacramento want to trade more players, they can they include Buddy in a deal. I think they're trying to get rid of uh, Mons. They're trying to get rid of Bagley. No, man. They could get Kuzma. They, they may they even... Want- they won't be greedy. Tell me, you can trade. What do you mean, Fox? Because they think Harley Burton, Harley Burton is the is the future. Yeah, they may trade Fox too. I I want us to grab him so bad. 
I want us to grab a place so, so far. The fact that there's more people now is like, okay, yeah, you know, there's package buddy with someone. So to answer your question, I think I think is a is a high possibility that buddy fan leaves Sacramento. Okay. Next question somebody asked, is Kai Jones MB ready? Why he needs to relocate to a team that can develop him? I don't think Kai Jones is ready to play major minutes in the NBA yet, but I think the Hornets is a nice team for him still. He just got to stick it up. That's my opinion. I agree. I don't think he was ready when he when he, was, when he declared for the draft. I didn't think he was ready. But, um, yeah. yeah, I don't think he's, he's ready. Nice, uh, he's in a nice situation. He's not ready for the level we expect. We're not a Bayman's we, we want showtime. We want to be in there balling and what's not. Uh, I don't think he, he, he is. I feel like he is ready for the NBA, but just not ready to contribute on yeah. uh, on, a, on a major level as yet. But he probably will be a good piece. If not, in, I think he has a good point guard and a good system in Charlotte. But if not, um, I feel like he, he has a chance to, 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 to do something on someone else's team. Yeah. Okay, and the last question. Should Blazers pull the plug with Lillard? Because Anthony Simons looks like the future. No. Anthony Simons looking good. He looking really good. I'll say that. He looking really good. But it's been a month, though. But it's been a month. Teams ain't necessarily game planning for him. And he ain't like the Blazers setting the league on fire. He looking good, though. I say he ain't looking good. He looking good. He do look good. I'd give him. Uh, I, he's looking good. I'd give him the rest of the season. I would shut Damian Lillard down for the rest of the season because it looked like he uh, injured or something like that. I'd shut him down for the rest of the season. I'd give Simons an extended look. Right? If Simons Simons is not going to be as good as Damian Lillard, but if he could be a solid guard and you could get a lot for Damian Lillard, then explore mm-hmm. it for sure. You don't but, even see you don't even see Simons get double team yet. You know what I mean? Or, or, or exactly. Or see how you see him get blitzed on picking rules. You don't yeah. see him get double team at half court. You don't see how we look in the playoffs. You see him. Teams are not. They don't know what to expect from Simons. They he come in the game and, and and they don't know how to guard him. When you see teams know how to guard him, you may see a different player, right? But like I said, you look good for right now for sure. Give him the rest of the year to see how good he really, really looks. But only sell high on Damian Lillard. If you have to get rid of him, if you have to trade him, only if he asks out. Otherwise, keep him. But the point is, y'all could kill him. Like, how the, how the hell y'all could say Simons uh, and that go Damian Lillard? Like, CJ McCullough and they have been wasting time for the past three seasons. Like if yeah, but anybody, anybody I can get rid of, it could be CJ. Yeah, but we, they, I don't think he mean get rid of Lillard because it ain't making sense. It's so I don't say pull the plug. Yeah, but you getting rid of Lillard because he holds the most value. You can get more back for Lillard. Yeah. So you think you're getting for CJ? You get more back for him. I mean, it, it don't matter. At the end of the day, CJ getting paid like he's a top player. So my thing is, yeah, you might get more for Lillard. But Lillard actually earns his Yeah, we're CJ. It ain't make no sense. <laughs> Trading CJ, you get and then, like you say, I mean, it didn't make no sense trading Damian Lillard, and then you're still paying a big salary and being in the garbage can anyway. So it's like, if I can be in the garbage can, let me be like uh, OKC and have a low payroll. 
It ain't made no sense to me being a garbage can and still paying guys like CJ McCollum top dollar. No, I rather pay Lillard top dollar. Like, I ain't, I ain't gonna do that. Secondly, I feel like Lillard still has a longer road ahead of him than CJ. CJ been just riding the train. If you see CJ get traded to the wrong team right now, he'd be out the league in about two seasons. But, um, Bro, I also want to say this, though. <laughs> I also want to say this. I, I mean, I can know what you say with all the league. Losers. I can know that. But I want to say But dog will be on the league two seasons if he on the wrong team. They could be 30, 32 or 33 soon. He, 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 he in the 30s now. In the 30s, the, the tail end start to come for guards in their 30s. So the Blazers do have to explore that possibility if they ain't willing to build a team around them. Right? If they ain't willing to build a team around them, they should explore the possibility for sure. You say, Sam. But at the end of the day, the man say he want to stay with you. He's the best player you probably ever had in franchise. Well, not the best. Clyde Drexler probably is the best. But Damian Lillard is top top three player in Blazer history. Uh, you don't just trade that away for a guy who ain't give you a full season with a all star level greatness. So you gotta wait and see. I mean, but still, like my thing is, bro. Yeah, see, it, it, I saying don't get if you can get rid of Lillard or pull the plug, I would do that after I get rid of CJ McCollum and probably get a couple other pieces or a couple draft picks. And then if it doesn't work after that, then I can say, okay, cool, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me rebuild. But bro, I trade Lillard first and keep it CJ. Like, no, like, dog me to. Like that boy been been there too long. I feel like they should have traded CJ like a season or two ago and actually got pieces for Lillard when they was on that little playoff high and they was on that little run. Like that was the time to say, okay, cool. Because he was old anyway. I think he was old for like most of the season with some fractured foot, some crap. And that's when they actually was making the playoffs. Then he come back now and stinking it up. So it's like, yeah, bro, we, we good. So I hope he actually goes on like a run. Like right now is the best time for CJ McCollum to go on like a little run before All-Star break. So he could have a high value <laughs> for the trade deadline. And then boy, the first thing smoking, anything, boy. Second you send one little, one little email there. Say, yeah, but we, we, we got you, we yeah, lock that in. Let me call the office now. Tell them uh, like, Russ for CJ. I want to see that happen, Russ for CJ. CJ making a big enough contract. You just slap one next little player with that. Slap one Larry Nance with that. A trade in. CJ Larry Nance for Russ and Flickin Horton Tucker. We don't need him, boy. He can't do nothing in LA. Jermaine, boy. No, boy, he's straight, boy. He can't do nothing in LA. That's the type of, that's the type of guy LeBron would love to play with, actually. No, he only killed the bike. The boy done on the money wheel. And then plus on top of that, Westbrook can't play with no friggin' no Lillard. No, like, that ain't happening. That'd be comedy. <laughs> it ain't be comedy. One could be better than the other. No, but like, just to see the route of the court. They don't do like so like each other. But, uh, yep. Uh, I guess we could wrap up now. Shout out to all y'all who tuned in. Shout out to Slimmy for the questions. Appreciate that, bro. Uh, we will be back next week. 
I gotta get some. Send me. Hey, tell them we got two on the show, baby. Lopez be joking. Yeah, wait, Sammy, we gotta get you on the show. Actually, we really gotta get you on the show. We can work on that. Uh, but yeah, we uh, appreciate all the questions. We appreciate all the I say, I comments. We appreciate the views. Um, we will be recapping the NFL playoffs. To tell you what we thought about those these games coming up this week. Uh, tell you who we got in the Super Bowl. Who we got going to the Super Bowl. Now, obviously, we're still talking more NBA stuff all the time. You know, we go. Uh, so, again, until next time, appreciate. Look out for big and better things in 2022 this year. Shout out Tom Brady. Stay tuned. <laughs> Special guests coming. Uh, yeah, shout out Aaron Rodgers. Since like a shout out Tom Brady. Uh, but yeah. Until then, experts, we out. <laughs>